0: Welcome to the hair notes podcast. I am your host Maxine Green, owner and master stylist of Curly Dimension Salon. This podcast was created intentionally to assist you on your natural hair journey. Each week we will cover epi- we will cover topics on products, topics that you have questions about, that you need clarity about. So if you're looking for a space and a place to get some clarification on what's the next step in your natural hair journey, this is the place for you. Every week, a new episode will drop, so grab a notepad and a pen, and let's dive into today's episode. Come back into another episode of the Hair Notes podcast. All right, on this episode, this is the final episode, hopefully, the final episode of Who is Maxine Green? So, if you are catching me for the first time on the podcast, I am a mom, I'm a wife, I am a stylist, I'm a salon owner, but most of all, I'm simply Maxine. In the last episode, I talked about how I started, how I got my journey, and so I kind of walked you guys through why I started, how I got started, and where I am today. And so, or to get me to the place that I am today, right? So where we left off in, episode, in the part two of the who is Maxine journey, um, I I took the leap to step out on my own, took the leap of faith to step out on my own as my own brand, as my own stylist. So at the time, I didn't know what a brand was. At the time, I didn't know where I was going to start or how I was going to start that journey. And so I started. And so I started working. I was I was living in Atlanta at the time. I started renting a booth in a salon and quite a few of my clients came with me you all like the following came. But because I had already built a name for myself in Atlanta, style clients knew who I was because the reviews were so amazing. Clients knew who I was and what kind of stylist I was and what I specialize in. And they followed me. And so my book became so busy. I was so happy. I want to go back a little bit to before I left the previous salon I was booked, I got, bu- I became very booked within three months. It took me about three months to be fully booked to the point where you couldn't get an appointment with me, right? And to me, at the time, not knowing how amazing that was, I was so floored at how many people wanted to sit in my chair. But I remember one in particular said to me, The reason why I keep coming to you is not only because you know how to style my hair. You took your time to learn about what my hair needs, but the rapport that you created with me. Now, let me be very open and be very frank with y'all. I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew I wanted her to feel comfortable. I wanted the clients to feel comfortable talking to me, sitting in the, um, the, uh, sitting in the stylish chair, getting to know my clients was priority, getting to know who they were and getting to know their lifestyle was priority. So without knowing exactly, or without having a blueprint, I decided to talk to my clients, teach, uh, teach my clients and make my clients feel the way I would want to feel. And that has worked for me. And that's how I grew my business. I treated my clients the way I want to be treated. I want to be treated with respect. I want to be treated with, with me in mind. I wanted to treat my clients with your time was valuable. And I appreciate you being here. So that for me was important. How I started the journey as an independent stylist. I wanted more. But the journey to be as an independent stylist wasn't always so great. There were moments where I was like, whoa, this is too much for me. Why did I do this? But those moments did not overshadow the moments where this was the best decision. Those moments of ebbs and flows that we all go through in life, those moments did not overshadow the fact that I was gaining freedom I had more time with my children I had more time to explore who I was as an individual as a mom as a woman I had more time to myself I had simply more time to make and be financially independent for my children and that was the icing on the cake y'all icing on the cake So I'm in Atlanta. I am loving what I do. I am in a great salon. I had moved um, salons. I was in a great salon, great team, worked with an amazing stylist. Um, I was the only one in in the salon. Typically, mostly that's everywhere I went. Um, I was in the, the only salon that was working on textured hair. So, of course, that was my niche. I built my lane and that was the lane I stayed in. So I was familiar with where I was. Um, I was, I still had locks at the time. Um, I hadn't cut my hair off at that point. Um, and so I kept doing textured hair, a stylist, brown girl with dreads. Yes, that's exactly what I did with locks, right? And so fast track life as life changes and the season changes and that my kids were getting older. Um, I met my husband. And so if you know me personally, some of you may know the story intimately. Um, my husband and I went to high school together, right? So I'm going to briefly touch on this. But my amazing husband, um, we went to high school together. And in high school, we didn't date. We knew each other, but we didn't date at all. But if, you, if someone had told me, this would have been my husband, I would have been like, oh yeah, no, nah. <laughs> not happening. Right. And not because of who he was or who I was, but just simply because I didn't see it happening, but it was by fluke, like legit, or I, you know what? It was not by fluke. It was very intentional. It was something that God has designed. God had already ordained. I remember being in New York, um, for the weekend. And it was around Labor Day weekend. I remember being in New York, um, had to come back to New York for a business trip. And it was around Labor Day weekend. I remember we um, connected via Facebook and um, he had a little side hustle, a side hustle, and I wanted to support. And I remember reaching out, hey, you know, I would like to support. Can we meet up and Exchange um, information or whatever the cases are, just buy whatever you're you were he had at the time, and um, we did. We met up, I purchased the item, and uh, the rest is history. We're married, <laughs> so that was that was it, right? Um, so I remember it, it, it was like it happened so quickly and so effortless that I did not see it coming, but. It came and I love it, right? I enjoyed every moment of that whole transaction or that whole meeting. So that is my little love story. That's all you're going to get for right now. (laughs) Um, But I remembered... Talking to my husband about, well, we weren't married at the time, so we dated long distance for a while. And I remember talking to him about what I do and how I was traveling. And he was like, Wow, I, I, you know, that's amazing. You're great. You're doing this. And he was just so always so encouraging and so supportive. Keep in mind, he lived in New York. I lived in Atlanta with my children, and he was based in New York. So I remember going to my pastor at the time, and I said, hey, I met a guy. She's like, I know. I was like, "Uh, I'm moving back to New York. She's like, I know. I was like, I'm scared. She's like, I know. She's like, but guess what? You're going to be just fine. Just go ahead and do it. And that's exactly what I did. I closed up shop, stepped out on fate. And I moved back to New York. But before I moved back to New York, I had to tell a, quite a few clients that I was leaving and that I was giving up the business. Um, at least the New York, the Atlanta part of it. And so I remember clients were very angry, very upset with me. A few clients stopped talking to me. Um, and with good reason. I understand I was leaving them in the middle of their own hair journey, right? And so it was as Hard as it is to find a specialist, a medical specialist, it's even harder to find a stylist or a hair care specialist who um, takes care of your hair and you don't have to worry about. So I knew that was going to be very hard for a lot of my clients. Um, But I also knew that I owed it to myself and to my family to explore what this new venture was going to be. I knew that moving back to New York um, meant something bigger. I just didn't know what that was, what that was, right? And so I remember um, packing up and moving and my boyfriend at the time came to Atlanta, him and his cousin, and moved with um, helped me move back to New York. And I remember, oh my God, wow, I'm leaving everything, literally dropped everything in Atlanta and moved back to New York to be with him. And that was... Uh, the unknown, right? Or moments of like, what the girl? Are you serious? Did you just pack up and leave your children and your entire business? Whew, yes, that was a hard one. But I did it. Um, I, I don't regret it. Do I regret it? No, absolutely not. There was, there was never a moment of regret along that journey. To this day, there's still not a moment of regret. There is still a moment of gratitude. There's a moment of, there are a few things I would have done a little differently. Yes. But do I regret it? Absolutely not. Right? And so I remember moving back to New York and I needed to start over. I was in a new space. Now, while I went to beauty school in New York and was working for, some period of, for, for a short period of time in New York... I didn't have a clientele like that in New York. So I had to rebuild completely a whole new clientele to support myself and my family. That took a little while, it didn't happen overnight. So in the beginning, I decided to go back and forth to Atlanta to service my Atlanta clients and then build a clientele. And eventually I did build a New York client base and that was amazing. The clients, the client base that I m- built was just word of mouth. Cause, ah, huh. let me stop for a second. One day I was, uh, I think it was educating. I went now, one day I went to Atlanta to do hair, And at the time I had locks and I remember telling, um, uh, we end up getting married. And I remember telling my husband at the time, I was like, listen, I'm coming back and I'm not going to have locks anymore. And he was like, all right, do you. I'm going to love you regardless. And I remember FaceTiming him and I cut half of it off. He was like, whoa, you said you was going to do this. I didn't realize he was going to do it this quickly. I was like, okay. My daughter at the time, I believe Naya was about 10 or 11, right? She was about 10 or 11 at this point that I was going to cut my hair off. And Naya has never seen me without my locks. So from her entire life up until that point, she only knew me as mom with locks. And so I left the house three days before or three days prior, went to Atlanta, worked on clients. After my last client, I decided to big chop. And yes, ma'am, I did the big chop myself. I did the, and I documented, and I think I had posted it on Instagram. So I cut off all my locks. I big chopped myself, and I was now rocking my hair curly again. So fast track, when I first decided to go natural, I was natural for years, years and years and years and years before I even did locks. But when I decided to go natural, there was only one product on the market at that time. And so I remember my hair feeling super dry and super brittle. I had color. I ended up going short and kept it long. And it was just feeling not the way I wanted to feel. When it was wet, it was perfect. But when it dried, it dried terrible. And I didn't like it the way it looked. So that's why I locked my hair. So that's the story around my locks, right? All right. So now that you're all caught up, I decided to cut my locks off because I wasn't attached to my hair. I just simply wasn't attached to my hair. It was here. Yes, I've had it for some time. And yes, I've had it for years. But at this point, I worked on textured hair for so long. My daughter has never had a relaxer. Um, I just needed to look or I needed to sell because now I'm be- I'm becoming my own brand. right? And so I needed to own my own brand. And so I decided to cut my hair off. And that was the best decision. Right, I loved every minute of it. I love wearing my hair short. I love my hair being short and curly because now, the, the initially, the first time I had my hair natural, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to um, to take care of it in the best possible way for it to flourish. And so, because there wasn't much or many products available to us at the time, it suffered. My hair suffered. But fast track years later, after years of working with texture hair, after years of working with different manufacturers and different products, I now know what to do. I now know how to care for my hair because I was already doing it on my clients. So the journey and the second big chop around, the second time around was completely different. And so... Now that I've big chopped and it was time for me to rock my natural curls, I knew exactly how I wanted it to look, how I wanted it to feel. I, wanted, I knew what color I was going to play with. Um, and this was going to be my thing. And I've never looked back since. right? So coming back home with no locks, my daughter was shocked, to say the least. Shocked. But loved it nonetheless. And she embraced her own natural hair. Because she's like, Mommy, I love your curls. I, you know, I want my hair curly. I love the way your hair look. And so that gave her the confidence to wear her hair natural and to wear her hair curly because she saw mommy wearing her hair curly. And for her, mommy was beautiful. And my daughter at the time wanted everything that I did. She wanted to do everything that I do, mimic everything that I did. Um so I was essentially her first blueprint. And I knew that was an important task, and I knew that was important to me. so building a clientele in New York has been a tremendous built, has been tremendous value, right And so once I've decided to own my own style, my own um, brand or step into my own truth, that everything else kind of excelled from there. <sighs> a couple of years later, while taking a class, I met a, a young lady uh. Oh. I met a young lady who introduced me to my current mentor and um, my current business mentor. And so that took my business and that took me to the next level. How I became a salon owner, I never wanted to be a salon. I wanted to be a salon owner as a young girl, but I didn't see the possibility because of course we're in New York and New York, as you know, New York is super high in terms of rent and cost of living and so forth. So the uh, possibility of owning a space didn't seem so, um, didn't seem attainable to me at the time, right? Um, I was moving around from different space to different space because when you work in environments and you are owning who you are, sometimes that they they become, it could become conflicted with other people and who they are. doesn't necessarily mean anything to do with you. It simply means that they're not comfortable in their shoes and their skin. So when you shine, when your light shines a little brighter, it's a, it becomes a conflict a conflict. And that was okay. I'm okay with that, right? So I've worked in different salon environments. I've worked in different spaces and saw different personalities. But that didn't stop me from pursuing my dream. It didn't stop me from going forward. It just made me want to go harder and become the best at what I was doing. And that's exactly what I did. So I decided to step out on faith again. And I remember talking to my husband. Um, I was very unhappy with where I was currently in the salon that I was in. And I remember having a conversation with my husband and he was like, you can go anywhere. Why are you still in this space? And and I'm like, I can't hop around, right? I remember the feeling of, I would lose client and the the feeling of being afraid to step out. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, this is legit. My husband asked me like a week before my um, birthday, my 40th birthday, he was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I want my salon just like that. He's like, what do you want for your birthday? I want my salon. And I remember my husband gifting me, um, giving me a gift to start a seed. He planted a seed, I should say, planted a seed and me opening my own space. And that's how that got started. So that seed that was planted To open my own salon. With no bank loans. Not that I didn't try. No bank loans. Um, No family. Just my husband. Believing in me. And believing that. Believing in the vision. And believing in the dream. And believing in, in what he saw before him. And he saw the drive. And the focus that I have. And he was like, I'm going to plant a seed in your your business and you're going to do that. And that's exactly what happened. A week before my birthday, I signed my lease for my salon space. And uh, like a couple of weeks later, I opened and that was like the best feeling ever. Now, I will say this. Salon ownership is not for the faint of heart. Salon ownership is certainly a task, it's a journey, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes patience, and it certainly takes um, you um, being in a mental space or having the capacity to expand, take in, release, and let go. No use in holding on in that order or however, whatever order you decide, but make sure. You are constantly expanding yourself for growth. You're constantly releasing anything that you no longer want to be a part of your space. And you are learning to let go of people that will not be in your space or things that cannot be in your space or no longer serves a purpose. Right. Um, So that's what I did. I've learned on the journey that um, there are seasons um, in which people comes in, come into your life. There are seasons in which people uh, you cross paths with that will help you along your journey. And so this journey has been um, uh, one that was, it it wasn't always a smooth journey. There was a lot of ebbs and flows, a lot of bumps and tumps along the way, but I got here nonetheless. And I got to tell you, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be able to share this story with you. I am so grateful for the clients that has um, entered into the doors of CDS. I am so grateful for all the new clients who constantly want to come in to CDS. I am super grateful for this journey. I'm grateful for my family. And I'm grateful for my children. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That was a lot that was a lot but i love sharing my story i finally get to share my story on my terms right so all right until the next episode y'all have a blessed week and stay safe y'all